Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the DMP Sports Podcast. Chad Fisher alongside my co-host, Mr. Coy Hopper. What's up, brother? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Uh, happy New Year's, brother. Yeah, you too, man. We took a little hiatus because uh, we were all doing family shit and everything like that. You got sick for a little bit, and we were just trying to take a little break, man, and let's, uh, re-energize ourselves and everything, man. But it was not much needed break, but a lot to talk about now. Yeah, I mean, it was the pool season, so we enjoyed the pools and... You know, had a few cocktails, traveled across Texas, saw our <laughs> wives and girlfriends. It was really fun. Uh, but now, yeah, it's time to get back to it, you know. Time to get back to it. Time to uh, stop getting fat and eating <laughs> yeah. copious amounts yeah, of we fudge Yeah, we were talking about earlier how we're both starting to work out again because we're both getting older. Yeah, dude. I was, I've was. i been getting a little fat. Like, I, you, never, you ever look at you yourself? You the fattest I've been in dude, my seven life, or eight years. My dude. entire life. I, I weighed myself the other day, and I was like, I am 20 pounds heavier than my heaviest, man. This is ridiculous. I'm yeah, and it's a bike. easier to get lazier and lazier the older you get. You know? Yeah, man. Especially when you got a kid, it's just like, fuck, dude. I don't want to do shit. I just want to get high. Eat cheeses. <laughs> yeah, eat cheese balls. I got a shit ton of cheese balls. I had some of those for lunch today, actually, man. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. First, uh, this is something funny, man. We do, we were just talking about how we both been going to the gym. This shit was hilarious to me today, man. I was at the gym. And you ever had those guys that you see that like are on another machine and think they can they can claim like other machines that they're not on and shit? You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there like doing um, shoulder press, and there this old guy next to me is doing uh, dips, and uh, there's a guy doing curls uh, next to us, and the guy doing dips runs over to the machine where the guy's on the curl machine at and goes, "Hey, I was gonna do that next." No, swear on everything, dude. And the guy's like looking at him, like doesn't understand like what he's saying. And he's just like, uh, okay. And he goes, uh, no, I was, I was gonna do that next. I was gonna do that next. And it's like, yeah, but you were doing it, then, yeah, dude. but you weren't. You're not on there now, dude. So, so you can't fucking claim shit that's not. You're not doing it. Yeah, it's a shared gym. You snooze, you lose. Oh, oh, was you gonna do that next? Oh, that's crazy because I'm doing it now. I was gonna do it now, dude, asshole. Gyms, gyms. That's the one thing I hate the most about gyms is like everyone's there. Yeah, it's so crowded, dude, and you and everything that you want to do, like the benches with the the dumbbells, right? Yeah, those are always taken, especially if you go right after work, dude. If you go after five to seven, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, that you is gotta true. Do it, you know. And, and you, you got those dudes. Unless just... you're rich and you got your own fucking weight room, in yeah, your garage. Yeah, that's me, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no more public gyms for this asshole. I'm I'm done, man. I'm. Uh, this guy's already made it, dude. I'm gonna. You know? I, I don't I'm, even know, like. I'm going to do it soon, man. What are we even aspiring to? I think we've already hit the pinnacle. I've already got it, man. I'm already there. Yeah, 100%. He's um, got a newer track, too. But yeah, he, so anyways, he he says to him, like, yeah, I was going to do that next. And the guy's like all confused. I'd have been like, yo, asshole, too, too damn bad. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? You can wait. And so the dude, like, I probably I might have done the same, too. He just kind of wanted to avoid confrontation. And he just like walks away and he like gives me this look and we just like both laugh at each other. It's like, what, what this guy's like, what is fuckers autistic or something shit? Just walking around acting like he owns the fucking gym. Like, dude, you pay the same ninety dollars a month I do. Go to hell. He like he like pulls out his notebook with his like gym plan. He's oh like, god. See, I'm on four by ten delt flies yeah. and right yeah. here after I do the uh pull down, lat pull down. I'm doing the the push the dip bar. And what's hilarious is dude came came over and did like one set. It's like so you just messed this. <laughs> that's all you had to do was one set. Like, yeah, when he did, here, he like gave him a menacing, like a glaring, menacing look. It's such a goober, like, dude. I took that from you, mother. Yeah. What are yeah. you gonna do about it? Yeah, so those dudes are annoying as shit, man. But it's been nice to uh, finally work out again. Uh, I wanted to ask you, man. 
you and I have been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, what do you think Chris Beard's doing this weekend, man? <laughs> Chris Beard is like, he was already oh. texting his ex like the most heinous oh, shit of yeah. all time. Yep. Like every night, he's like, he, he texts her like a, like a picture of that dude from uh, Jaws, Jaws from Saw, or whatever, the Saw dude. Yeah. And then it says, I can't wait to see you again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's take, he sends her a picture of uh, that girl from Misery. What's her name? Oh. Uh, the actress from Misery? Yeah, Kathy Bates. Like, we got a fun weekend at the cabin plan. <laughs> <laughs> Just the two of us, you know? It's going to hang out, you know what I mean? We're going to yeah, be in bed all weekend. Like that meme where, like, the Joker's up down the stairs, right? And yeah, it's yeah. It's like, dancing on the graves are so much fun. <laughs> He probably just sends her a picture of like the Big Twelve Championship trophy and is like, huh. He sends her a picture of Edward Scissorhands. He's like, <laughs> This is what I wish I had when I was choking you, bitch. <laughs> or he's in a picture of those broken glasses that she had. He's like, Hey, remember these? These are gonna be up your fucking all of your orifices this weekend. We don't give a yeah. shit. I well, he's like, I guess he, glasses yeah, fuck so you. Chris Beard, man. Uh Got fired. I thought he was going to get out of that, man. I, I really did. Fun fact, Perry Mitten, his lawyer, was my lawyer. I think we went over that last time. Yeah, you need to call so, Perry up and be yeah, like, yo, dude, what's the lowdown? Like, this is, you know, Perry said, like, that, did you read that letter from the vice president lawyer guy? Nah. Where basically it was like, it doesn't matter if you were charged or not. You put yourself in a situation as a leader that doesn't pertain to a leadership quality. So you're not, like, the one to be the coach here. They basically said it didn't matter what happened. Wow. Fire him so that under that impression, they fired him the moment that police report came And they came fired in. him with cause, which means this buyout's null and void. Zero. So, yeah. And, I mean, dude, the DA, so the DA still has not dropped any charges. So it's possible that Chris Beard facing a felony with, I mean, he probably won't go to jail. No, nah, he'll he get does, probation. I mean, it'll be like six months or something. But either or, I don't, I don't see him coaching. For at least three years. Yeah. And it'll be at a small school. Yeah, it's I think be like he'll be back, but Tennessee, it'll be at Tennessee, Chattanooga, small. something like that. Yeah, it'll start there. And then he'll probably win a shit ton. Yeah, he will, because he's obviously a pretty good coach. a good coach. Because look what he did at Texas. I mean, oh. he came in with Shaka Smart's recruits and, and really and turned that program two, around. Yeah, they went like, yeah. And like, you know, at Texas Tech, he took us to the national championship game, yep. which was like unheard of, dude. For a team like that, you and know. Yeah, and he had the defense. Like, people were like... I mean, I guarantee you the coaches were going to his clinics. Like, how do you have defense like this? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, and also, I want to say something as a Texas Tech fan. Um, a lot of people on Twitter gloating about Chris Beard, obviously. There's a lot of hate. I get it, but I do think our fans get way fucking, like... It reminds me of my, my brother-in-law, dude, my sister's husband. Like... He's a tech guy. His takes are just so extreme. Like, yeah. Like, well, well, that means that Kansas won because the raps are in the Kansas pocket. And I'm, I'm like, okay, well, they had 12 free throws to two free throws. Yeah, they missed that call at the end when we lost to Kansas by three, which sucks. But it's just always the yeah. same. And so they're like, yeah, Chris Beard, Karma's a bitch. And some of it was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Karma's a bitch and, uh, you know, all that shit. But I don't think that anyone, we should wish, like, complete downfalls like that yeah man know, that's an unfortunate situation situation we've both been we've both dated crazy ass girls yeah. you know what i'm saying that definitely like bring you down to their level 
and have a way of and like pushing your buttons. Yeah, that have a way of pushing your buttons, getting physical with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I've I've dated several women like that. I've dude. never strangled any chick or yeah. touched. Yeah, but it's like there's definitely been women that have don't know like, that yeah. know how to push your buttons and make you upset and get physical and with you. Probably and, did go over the line, right? Yeah, he probably did go over the line. Well, it's I told not you, like it's not like. I guess what we're saying is it's not like Chris Beard, like the whole time was just like this monster and like he's a complete, like it's like, yeah. is he or or is he like a flawed dude that went a little over the line or maybe big over the line? I don't know. Because he was pushed at that situation. Even though I told you like two years ago, I thought he was a domestic abuser. You remember when I told well, you that? Well, didn't you tell us the, the guy you know that he was an asshole? Yeah, he man. He probably so, is an asshole, dude. Yeah. Like, he is probably an asshole. I've heard uh, from an inside source, a guy that knows him uh, pretty well, and he said that this that he treats women really poorly all the time and that this isn't, like, this didn't surprise him whatsoever. So, who knows, man? Obviously, that comes from, you know, abuse he, he witnessed or experienced as a child and everything. It didn't just, like, manifest itself out of nowhere. I mean, he just um, tie up, like, a very angry. But, dude, how hilarious would it be if they still got married, though? <laughs> like, hey, whatever school hey, he goes hey, Ray to. Hey, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Yeah, shit. yeah, dude. Remember, they got married. That's crazy, dude. She was, like, going on TV <laughs> defending him. Yeah. That's a that's a keeper right there, buddy. Yeah, that's a girl. That's uh, no matter what. That was horrible. What he did, that was insane. Oh, dude, dude. he knocked he, her like, out. He fucking cold cocked her, like, as hard as he could. Yeah. He could have killed her, dude. Yeah, he knocked her out. That was, that was um, bad. But how hilarious would it be if, like, he ends up at, like, Ch- Tennessee Chattanooga and then she's like the first lady of Tennessee Chattanooga basketball, and she's just like going to all the games, and they're just like exchanging like really menacing stares during the games and stuff like that. He's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Ever. But they're like married. Yeah, but they're still married. Or no, they'll never get married. They'll just be like fiance and fi- <laughs> and everything for like fucking thirty years because they keep threatening the relationship and wanting to end it. You know, like every time she like looks at a guy at a fucking H E B, he's like, "That's it, it's over." Well, you know that there's a restraining order against him from her until February. Oh, I thought that. Uh, I don't know if that's that's like just automatic or is that something that she requested. I think that has to be know. automatic because she she rescinded her statement. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would think, think it's that, like, yeah. I think it's just auto. But yeah, so he hasn't even. That's I mean, probably fueling so much of their like crazy sex escapades this weekend and I stuff. Think he's been with her for how long? Like six years? Yeah, but she's probably like they're probably just feel, feel like it's so dangerous because there's a restraining order. I think it would be over, but you don't know. Let's with hey, wish him the best to see. Dude, that's hilarious. I want to know so bad. I've been like, since this has happened, I've been like, tech, me and I have been texting about this like so much and shit, man. And I'm always like, we've been make, cracking a lot of jokes, but also like, I do wonder what he's doing, man, Rick, right now. You said he has like a ranch out in like West Texas. He's probably out there with just like an endless supply of, of like bourbon Whiskey, and yeah. shit. Yeah. And he's just like going to town, just he's like just breaking. Smoking, he's smoking like, he's smoking many cigars. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like throwing plates up in the air, shooting them with shotguns and shit. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, they're like, no way there. It's just Randy, his, his fiance, throwing. Like fucking H-E-B Christmas plates up in the air, and he's just shooting them down. They're like, time to go to bed, Chris. He's like, I said fucking pool. I've got no bed pool. Yeah, he's sleeping on a mattress in the floor. Yeah, dude. Like, there's nothing in that cabin. He just, like, he wakes up with, like, a fucking, with, like, a bourbon right next to him. He just puts an egg, like, a raw egg in it and shoves it. (laughs) (laughs) That's his wake up. It's Irish breakfast, baby. (laughs) They're like Chris, that's all you've eaten in like the last week. He's like, I don't give a yeah, damn. Yeah, like the only like he just eats like he'll just drink a raw egg in the morning, and then uh, 
you know, make uh, maybe make a Bloody Mary. Yeah. He seems like this. Yeah, he probably eats like celery with his Bloody Mary. That's like the only thing he does. Like all. Yeah. He makes a strong cup of coffee. Yeah. Puts a shit ton of, of uh, Jack in it. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with him. I wonder what's going on with him and his fiance because that is the most toxic. That's some Sid and Nancy shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I just don't understand how they can be together, but who knows? I mean, we don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's the first time that anything's happened that we know of, right? I don't. She did call the cops on him, so that's hilarious, dude. I mean, he just lost so much money, she's man. She's sad I mean, he strangled her. So not not only did he lose the money on this contract, but I mean, he's a young lot. dude by coaching standards. He could have he, he he's lost like probably you know in excess of fifty million dollars, wouldn't you say? Because what was his contract? His contract was for like what five million a year? Five for uh, seven, seven years. years yeah, yeah, so five million a year. So I mean, with taxes, that's three Maybe million. Twenty you know? year career, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, he he just lost like fifty million dollars, man. I mean, that's no love is worth that. So <laughs> like, ain't no girl worth that. But do you love he me? Lost yes, a lot, dude. but not fifty lost, million dollars. He had to start from the, the bottom again. Yeah, dude, and he'll never he'll never really get back I mean, up. I would you be know? interesting to see if he like does. Have like a, a chat Tennessee Chattanooga, let's is that's our, our example, and like then, Iona, you know, that's where, where Rick Pitino yeah, is, and then, you like, know. They somehow like make the sweet 16. What if they just start they dominating college basketball? They're in like elite eight, then they would be like, dude, uh, because he did that, didn't he do Arkansas Little Rock? They yeah. went to uh, mm-hmm. they won their first round game, I don't know if they won their second round game, yeah. but that was a they had one of those upsets when he was there, mm-hmm. and that's when he went to. Yeah, I remember when he was there at Arkansas Little Rock. So uh, he'll probably go back somewhere around there, man. I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas Little Rock. If he stays in Texas, like, I'm thinking maybe, like, UTEP, like my dad's alma mater. Mm -hmm. I can see them being like, fuck. If I was UTEP, I would fucking hire him in three years. TCU or something maybe, man? TCU's already kind of... Well, I don't think these big schools right now. They used to have Jamie Dixon there, but I don't know who's there. I don't now, think any any Big Twelve school can. Hire yeah, yeah, they probably right. won't, man. It's going to have to be It'd like be a conference USA. School yeah, or Sun or Belt or, or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Texas State or something like yeah, that. Yeah, not even know. smaller than that, dude. That'd be man. a good hire for Texas State, man. He could just he just moves like thirty minutes down the road on thirty five. Oh, that would be crazy. When it makes State. that program Texas relevant. State hasn't been good at anything <clears> since I've been alive, dude. He'd uh, start asking to see if uh, he could. They were in like '92 or something. Do like a home and home with Texas so he could kick their ass and get his revenge. That's <laughs> probably the only thing he's living for right now. Well, you do. Hey, oh, by the way, I do have to say, as a Tech fan, uh, Chris Beard is 0 and 2 against Texas Tech. Just want to say that. Oh, um, yeah, um, yeah, man. So that's hilarious and shit. Uh, obviously, the college football playoff uh, championship is on Monday. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday. Uh, been a tough week, man. Uh, this time last week is about when I got my heart broken, and it it's crazy, dude. It's felt like a really long week, man. It's it's crazy as hell when you're a huge sports fan and your team loses, especially when they're that close. It feels like a relative died, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And it takes you a, a long time. Yeah, it took me. It, I would say that probably yesterday and today are the first days that I've like started to feel normal again. That I haven't been like sitting around going. Those motherfuckers are going like, damn, you, you, you play like that. That It's like uh, grief, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, the first uh, uh, sign of grief or whatever is uh, denial. Oh, yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I've been going through. Denial, a lot of and denial, yeah, a lot of bargaining. Like this happened and it was, it was because of this and it's yeah. like all these other influences. And then you have to realize that you, like, you lost the game. I really went through bargaining like this morning on everything. Even today, dude, it's Saturday. I go, 
week ago today. I wish I wish I could go back a week ago today and I knew TCU's game plan and I could call Coach Harbaugh and tell it to him. You know, <laughs> like how is that even possible? But like those somehow fantasies that go through. <laughs> somehow in my head, I think that if I, I I wish I could do that, and I know it's completely uh, impossible. But yeah, it was just a really heartbreaking loss, man. I felt like we were the better team. I think if we play that game ten times, I think we win seven. Um, I will say a lot of good things about TCU, man. They had no problem being just as physical as us. That's for sure, dude. I w- I thought that we were going to come in there, and by the third quarter, we'd start to wear them down. We'd start to uh, lean on them a little bit. Our running game would start to take off and everything like that. One thing people don't understand is that Donovan Edwards is not Blake Corum, man. Blake Corum, in my opinion, was the yep. best player in college football this year. When he got hurt against Illinois, that was probably what – I think it did change a lot, man. I think it gave us a little bit of fool's gold because yeah. we did beat the hell out of Ohio State. We right. kicked their ass, and then so everyone kind of glossed over the fact that Donovan Edwards really only had like three or four really big runs in that game, and the rest of them were one, two, three-yard gains and stuff like that. And then we started to lean on them in the uh, second half, but uh, the same thing happened against Purdue in the championship game. We started to wear them down, and then Donovan started getting some big carries and everything. I think he finished with 180-some yards in that game as well. And so you're thinking, oh, look, we just ran for 180 yards or 200 yards total, and we passed for 300 yards. We're, we're fine. No, nah, man, when we lost Blake Corn, we lost a lot of our identity, man. That guy was able to make uh, uh, chicken salad really easily, man. He, he made something out of nothing almost every play. That it felt like every time you – he never – I don't think – like, a lot like, of first downs. Dude. Yeah, I just don't feel like he ever went down on first contact, man. Of, yeah. And so that's like – when you can just give the ball to somebody and you get four yards, yep. you give it to them again, get four yards, yep. and then it's third that's, and two. That's how you beat down. Yeah, and that's how you wear people TCU down. TCU was bigger up front than people. Yeah. You know, everyone, you know, as a Big 12 guy, I was saying, like, the, everyone sleeps in the Big 12. I'm like, from top to bottom, we're the best conference. We don't have the best teams, mm-hmm. but, like, like the number eight team is, yeah. like, the, the difference between that and the third team is, like, pretty small. Yeah. So it's, like, in and out. It's just, like, a, a hard schedule. And so you have to be tough. And TCU won a lot of tough games this year. They did. And they do have a lot of talent, man. I think there's like three or four NFL guys on that team, including like – I know they they have a defensive tackle that's an NFL dude. And, yeah, I think that they also were explosive and they scored. So Michigan – they stopped like – they stopped Michigan a couple times and suddenly Michigan has to pass now, right? Yeah. They couldn't just wear them down. And then even when they did run, it wasn't like they were wearing them down because they were passing to get back in yeah. the game. And they did get back in the game. Dude, that, that was the game that never ended, man. It yeah. just kept... It ended the, yeah, the third and fourth it, quarter. Even when we were down by like 20-some points a couple of different times, I kept saying to myself, at for, when the initial inter, the pick six would happen or whatever, i go, oh, this game's over. And then I'd think to myself, well, if we come and score a touchdown, we're actually in the same position we were two or three minutes ago, and there's still and plenty of time. Fast, dude. Started yeah, we fast. started scoring really fast, and then still just way too many mistakes, man. And it yeah. sucks because that's that's the the heart. You almost rather lose, like get your ass just kicked, then rather than back and like get the hopes. Yeah, but at the yeah. same time, it's better for next year. It's better for morale and all that stuff. But yeah, we every time it felt like we were about to get back in this game. We made like some colossal mistake. I was, there was a third and seven where we would have got the ball back. We could have taken the lead. We were only down by uh, five or six at that time. I think it was in the uh, late third quarter. And it's third and seven deep in their own territory. They throw uh, uh, like a out, like five yard out. 
uh, we have an opportunity to tackle the guy behind the line of scrimmage or uh, behind the first down line. He breaks the tackle, ends up going 70, 80 yards for a that, touchdown. Yeah. And then it's just like, dude, what the fuck, man? We just could not stop them. Although uh, we gave up 51 points, well, 14 of those were pick sixes, you know what I mean? And yeah. then a lot of other mistakes. Yeah, also, pick sixes are hard to come back, man, even if you have. Especially you have two of them. Dude. Yeah, two of them. That's a, that's, that's unheard a huge of, man. Flip. Unreal. That's like a yeah. fucking 12-point swing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, you know, 28-point swing. Two yeah. of them, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that and then the refereeing was absolutely atrocious. It didn't feel like those guys even knew what the hell they were doing at the time. Uh, obviously, the the long touchdown pass of Roman Wilson, he so bobbles strange. it a little bit initially yeah. and then gains control of it with his butt firmly past the uh, goal line. Um, and then also what's egregious about that is that the interception that set up that play, the guy, our, uh, whoever it was that intercepted, I think it was Mike Sanders still, or Rod Moore, I'm not sure which one it was, uh, intercepted it on their 49-yard line, and they marked it on our 49-yard line. It's a difference of two yards, and that's what, you know, two yards, and he's in the end zone. Right. But that's just egregious, dude. I can see a half a yard or something like that, you know what I mean? But how 2 yards is a is a big I will say, big dude, difference, if you ever man. Watch, if you ever pay attention and watch where the refs yeah. spot the yep. ball. Yep. There's a lot of yep. times that they're off yep. by like a yard or two yep. or at least a yard yard and a half. Yep. And you're always like, "What?" Sometimes I watch I see that it as all like the, the time, dude. I see it all the time. I watch that a lot as like the macro game level and try, try to think like, "Oh, does the refs have a dog in this fight?" Yeah. If you start to notice like a lot of one-yard spots, yeah, pay attention up. next time yeah. you watch a football yeah. game. Yeah, you start to see, like, every play, there's a yard advantage on the spot or a half-yard advantage on the right? spot. You start to go, oh, this is crazy. The- it's crazy as spots. Like, yeah. you determine games and they bring out the chains and shit. But it's a game of inches, man, and we've seen yeah. that, and it totally is. Like, for example, that touchdown that's uh, that gets called back or doesn't get called – it's called back, but we end up fumbling it. Yeah, we fucked up. We shouldn't have fumbled all that shit, of course. But still, but yeah, it's still the game of inches, just, dude. yeah. Especially when you lose by six points, and that's one of that's one of them right there, dude. That's yeah. the, that's that's a game of inches, man. And so you could say, oh, they did this, they did. yeah. Michigan made plenty of mistakes, man. I'm I'm gonna be the first to admit that. And that's the thing is that like you can't just focus on one or two mistakes. It's like, dude, I could name ten or fifteen. You know, easily I could name ten or fifteen mis- huge mistakes that we think, made that cost us that game. Y'all really matched up with TCU that well, man. I I don't think we, dude. What the thing I is, think let me, let TCU me, also had like. <laughs> Way more speed than I even thought. I say, same. I totally agree. But let me say this: with Blake Corum, I think that that's an easy victory, and I think that uh, we win that by two or three touchdowns. To be honest with you, I don't think you win it by two. I'm just telling you, man. Blake Corum, in my opinion, was the best. I think you probably win the game because you control it. That because you like would have scored first, and it changed the dynamic. But I don't think. You would have won by two or three touchdowns. I think we would have, man, because Max Duggan didn't have a great game, dude. Everyone's like to, talking man. about, <clears throat> well, yeah, when you throw two pick sixes and you get fucked out of two or yeah. three touchdowns. But, I mean, say it was a complete team <clears throat> victory. Like TCU did, like they were tough, they were fast. <clears throat> yeah, I just think they were like, also they were getting pissed because people were telling them like, "Oh, you don't belong here." Yeah, they obviously Who's do. The They're 12. a tough team, man. And I don't know, you know, they may. I mean, we can talk about the next game coming up uh, in a minute, but I think that they may, you know. Some people are saying that they emptied the tank against Michigan. We'll see what that, see what happens. Yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about, too, before we get to that national championship game and preview that. Uh, did you hear about the Michigan's uh, notice of allegations this week? What's that? <laughs> this, is a, this is a farcical fucking story here, man. So the Michigan just got hit with a notice of allegations from the NCAA oh, yeah, for, for, wait for it, for Jim Harbaugh taking 
two guys out to a burger joint during COVID and buying them a fucking cheeseburger. That's what this is for. And for some NIL world, yeah, dude. People are being paid to like transfer and shit. When Drake May comes out and says that he or coaches come out and say that they offered Drake May five million dollars, and this dude's worried about a damn cheeseburger. And so Jim Harbaugh's response, from what I'm told, and uh, I know some people that know some people. Let's say that. And from what I'm told, the NCAA called Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh said, "Go to hell." What the fuck are you talking about? We got team. USC out here contacted players before they even hit the portal, and you're over here talking to me about a cheeseburger. Go to f- go fuck yourself. And then the NCAA, that's what they're hitting them with a uh, failure to comply or whatever like that. And so uh, I'm hearing that Jimmy could get a multi game suspension, but uh, I also heard from an inside source uh, in the last 48 hours that no one at Michigan is truly worried about this and that they're going to lawyer up. I think um, this could be a death knell NCAA. That's what I thought, football. too. So I think Michigan has one or two uh, choices. They don't, if they just say, fuck you, we don't care, then that's, I mean, what does the NCAA or have anymore? what Jim Harbaugh, being as high profile as he is, could easily come out and just go, hey, you know what? We should all just get together, all the conferences, and say, fuck this. Because if this is what's happening and these guys are totally blatantly ignoring uh, these uh these these teams breaking these laws. Let's not even get into like the SEC and all the bag men they've had over the last 20, 30 years and shit. You want to go after a Michigan for a cheeseburger during COVID. Well, that Supposedly these, like it's personal. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Supposedly two recruits showed up to Michigan unannounced uh, as like an impromptu visit, and they go into Jim Harbaugh's office, and he goes, hey, let's go get some lunch, you know? And so they go down to uh, the Little Brown Jug. It's a restaurant, bar restaurant in uh, Ann Arbor. He takes them there. And supposedly the NCAA found a receipt somehow. And there's also supposedly some jackass, Mike, uh, Matt, Matt Dudek, who uh, just got shit canned at Mississippi State. But he used to be on staff at Michigan. And supposedly he's just uh, ratting everybody out because he can't get a fucking job, the piss ant. But uh, yeah, man. So, like I said, this could, like you said, this could be the death knell for the NCAA, dude. If they do this, I would say, if I'm Michigan, well, then fight back. Then use all your, your PR machine. Every press conference from here on out talk about how shady the NCAA is and see if you can't cobble together, cobble together enough of the guys in the conferences to say, we don't need these motherfuckers. We can do all this shit by ourselves and keep making up our own rules and have our own money, too. We don't got to pay them anything. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, the NCAA, I mean, what what is a violation anymore? Yeah. I mean, you had like Archie Manning. They spent like yeah. $280,000 yeah. on his visit alone. And all this bullshit, they're giving guys money. Like, A&M is literally just paying dudes to come there. Yep. Everyone's getting, like, paid. So what is a violation? Like, if you buy lunch and you're like, oh, well. Yeah, I think the NCAA, I think this is actually them committing suicide, dude. Yeah, I think yeah. This is when the college football powers that be, the Big Ten, mm-hmm. are going to say, you know what? We don't even need you mm-hmm. anymore, dude. Get the fuck out. Yeah. We're going to start managing it, which is which is what they wanted for a and, time. and now that Michigan's back to being a, a traditional power in college football, they have a lot more say, I think, now, and they have a lot more influence. And yeah. Jim Harbaugh could easily come out with this, making back-to-back playoff appearances, probably going to be a third next year as well, and come out and say, guess what? Fuck you guys. We're done. We're going to get take our, our league, and we're going to start something else. We don't need you. All, all you. all you do is dumb shit like this, stuff that has no effect on anything of, of tangible uh, – uh, tangibleness in this in this whole situation, man. You're just, yeah. I feel like this is them being arrogant as hell, and I feel like it could very easily uh, 
backfire in their faces. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really put any stock in it, dude. I think that it's, uh, it's the, uh, what's it called, the breath of a dying empire. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the last the last breaths of a dying empire. Yeah, dude. And so, I think this is incredibly arrogant and stupid by the NCAA to do this, man. And they're gonna end up screwing themselves. Yeah, like you said, this could be suicide. So, um, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's a uh, such a crock of shit. And then the, one of the things that they hit Michigan with was uh, an uh, offensive analyst or a coaching analyst watching workouts via Zoom. He's watching the workouts on Zoom during COVID. And there's like, yeah, dude, we don't know how to do this exercise. What are we supposed to do? Oh, you got to do it like this. And they, so they report him. Then guess what happens? And I feel like this is the NCAA making this personal. Because then in the very next day, the NCAA comes out and announces that they're going to start allowing offensive analysts to coach. Which is exactly what they're trying to get hit Michigan for. So it's yeah, it's just a crock of shit, and it's it could be end up being the NCAA's uh, suicide, dude. I think so. I hope so, dude. Yeah. Um. We'll see, man. Uh. So uh. Yeah. Let's get to uh, the national championship game, man. Obviously, uh. He uh. The uh, Georgia Bulldogs are a big ass favorite, man. What is it? Is it still twelve and a half? Do you know? We're gonna look that up. Uh, yeah, we're looking at it right now. Yeah, nothing like both of us being prepared here, you know. But yeah, it was uh, twelve and a half last I saw. Let's see if it's moved at all. Yeah, still twelve and a half. Um, let's see what the over under is. I'd imagine it's gonna be pretty high, sixty three. I would take the over. Sixty three, yeah, definitely take the. Over. I'm gonna take the over, and I would I would take TCU to keep it within twelve and a half. That's a lot of points, man. And I think TCU's. Gonna be a pretty good matchup for them, man. I think TCU's tough, man. I think they're definitely one of the top two or three teams in the in college football this year. That's for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish I could agree. I don't. I I think it could be either or, man. I think Georgia could get like fucking Oregon on them, but I think Oregon was not a tough team when they Georgia beat them like at the beginning of the season. They weren't prepared. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so either. Yeah, I think they, they TCU loses, but by a touchdown. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, it'll be something like that. But, yeah, I think Georgia's going to repeat. I wouldn't be surprised at all if TCU makes this a game and it's down It'd to the be awesome. It'd minutes. be awesome if TCU knocks him off and goes the distance in, like, the fourth quarter. Max mm-hmm. Duggan. Like, I could see that as well, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty – yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good national championship. I really do. It would have been way better if Michigan was in there because I think Michigan could have beat Georgia too, and this was like the year to do it. But I will say this. I do think Michigan's going to have their best team ever next year, uh, one of the best teams that I've that they've had since I've been alive. Uh, J.J. McCarthy's going to be a junior. Donovan Edwards will be a junior. I'd imagine we're probably still going to add another running back. If Blake Corum goes pro, which I've heard is 50-50. So if he were to come back, I think we're preseason number one, to be honest with you. But if not, you know, we're definitely top three, top five, somewhere around there. But it doesn't fucking matter. You just win your games and beat Ohio State. We'll be in the, the playoff. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But I'm going to take Georgia in this game, man. I think they're going to make a back-to-back, which sucks because I don't really particularly care for the SEC or Kirby Smart. But Yeah, it would suck if Georgia wins, like. Yeah, I just I just hope TCU. I mean, if TCU is a physical team. Then we we were just talking about they're more physical than people thought they were. 
Um, God, dude. Yeah, I, they were I, way more physical than I thought they were. They were more physical and faster, and that's crazy as hell. And it speaks a lot to Sonny Dykes, considering that he took over that team and they were five and seven last year, and now they're one win dude, away from winning the national love championship. Love Sonny Dykes, right? Uh, tech, tech connections, obviously. But it is crazy to me that Sonny Dykes, like, I think like the highest he'd ever gone before that was like nine and three. Wow. And all his other schools, it was like Cal, Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I remember when he was at Cal a couple years ago, yeah. and I was watching a game, a Pac-12 game, yeah. and he looked like he was asleep the whole time. He didn't look like he gave a shit. And I thought, this guy's not long for college football. You know what I mean? And then I remember, I, I remember seeing, thinking at that time, like he's always been a, a household name, kind of, in a sense of like he's been around coaching for so long. Everyone knows who he is and everything. And then. He just didn't look like he he wanted to be a cow. Well, and cow for, probably sucks, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Probably, who gives a well, shit? Well, no, about yeah, everyone's up there smoking team. weed and not giving a and damn. Fucking, you know, like, going barefoot to, like, gender studies. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All seventeen genders now. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, he did, so it looks like he like fell up because he got shit canned from cow and ends up getting into a better position. I think with TCU and look at him now, yeah. dude. Like fuck. It's uh, pretty that, crazy. If you're even a Gary Patterson was like this legend guy, right? Yeah. And he got ousted last year, and everyone was like, "That, how dare you? He's a legend." Yeah. Uh, and then it's you know Gary Patterson's at UT with a losing you know bowl season, and uh, Sonny, yeah, I would you would have saw this coming, dude. No one saw this. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, no one. That's crazy, man. Um, let's uh, transition to some NFL. Let's do a quick NFL yeah. uh, look in before we uh, we sign off here, man. Um, this game hasn't started. It's going to start in about 10 minutes, so we might as well preview it. Fuck it. Uh, Titans at Jaguars, because this does have implications. Uh, whoever wins this is going to win the AFC South. Uh, Jacksonville is a six-point favorite. That's going to be on uh, 7.15 Central Time here for us. It uh, starts in about 10 minutes. Uh, who you got in this game, man? Uh, so we were picking uh, Tennessee to win this game. This is like a, a good, you know, points to to uh, to take. Um, he, uh, you know, Derrick Henry's back in this game. Uh, there's a defensive uh, lineman who got hurt. He's back in the game too. Jacksonville, though, they're on fire, man. I think Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence is like having his best football. I think he's really coming into his own. I hope so. I hope that we have another great quarterback. Um, it's always fun when when the quarterbacks are good in the NFL. So yeah, he's quietly having like a pretty decent yeah, year, dude. man. Not great, but like definitely like something you want to like enough growth that you're like excited about it. He is uh, throwing for thirty nine hundred yards. He's going to throw for over four thousand yards this year. Twenty four touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's not bad, man. It's not great, but it's you know it's for a last, second year player. I think that's the pretty last, good. Uh, like five or six games is really where he turned the corner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's a second year player at, at a shitty organization. Yeah. You know? So I, I think I would take the points and then, but then I think Jacksonville's going to win. Yeah, game. I would take Jacksonville on the money line and I'd, I'd keep Tennessee. Tennessee's going to keep that within six. I think it's they're going to lose by really, two or three. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um, we're in agreement there. And then we got the Buccaneers and Falcons. Uh, this, I, I'd imagine the Bucks are going to be resting their, their guys, right? Because they've locked up that. Uh, they can't get any higher than the four seed, right? The Bucks, yeah, they're yeah, locked. yeah. That that they're it's an, and it's reflected in the of course, and it's reflected in the spread because Atlanta's a four point favorite at home uh, to the Bucks. Uh, I don't give a shit about this game. We can skip this. It doesn't have any implications on anything. 
Uh, Patriots at Bills. The Bills are seven and a half point favorite. Um, I'm going to say they're going to. I don't know, seven and a half the, is a lot, but I they, think they need to win this game to get like <clears throat> locked in. Or what happens if they win this game? If they win and um, Kansas City wins, which they did, they beat the hell out of uh, Las Vegas. Vegas. So if they win this, I think that they will tie for uh, the. And this was just kind of fucked up, man, because they beat Kansas City in Kansas City this year, and for them to possibly have the number two seed and have to play a first round game when if they beat the Bengals last week, they're they're done and they're in. Um I think it's kind of messed so up. It man. seems like they're locked in um to a two or three seed. Yeah. If they they can't get the one seed now that the Chiefs Yeah, now that the Chiefs won. Uh so but you know we were talking about well we can go into like the whole Darren Hamlin shit with yeah. uh you know the fact that they're going to start maybe play an AFC Championship game in a neutral site, yeah. which I think is bullshit. It's just a mess, man. They should have, like you said, you said that they should have played games on Tuesday, they right? Played the game on Tuesday. They should have done that, or they should have just moved everything back a week, dude. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, Joe Mixon sent a tweet where they did. They have rules for when this happens. Yeah. It says it. If your team loses, like cancels a game or whatever, you go by winning percentage. Yeah. So I don't understand why they couldn't use that same rule. Why it had to change. And if they do have a neutral site AFC Championship game, dude, like that's like the Bills. Should, if they if the Bills well, beat the Patriots, like, they should have the number over one seed. All the fans too, dude. If the Bills, you've been working all year to get like these seeds to get home field advantage, and then you're just gonna like, oh, because of this, <clears throat> now we can't have a game like for yeah. the fans to yeah. like, you know, the Bills love their fucking Bills. Yeah, well, this is horseshit, dude. Because if if the Bills uh, win, they should have the number one seed. They beat Kansas City in Kansas City. The Bengals beat Kansas uh, Kansas City as well, and to give Kansas City to just let let them just get a first round buy is bullshit to me, man. And they play in a weak ass fucking division, man. And so, uh, yeah, but Kansas City played all their games, dude. Yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, they lost to the two top teams, and they I don't think it was particularly close against Cincinnati, was it? But regardless, man, it's it is a very unfortunate situation, but I don't feel like the NFL is handling it well. Yeah, dude. So Buffalo seven and a half. Who you got? Buffalo. Yeah, I'm taking Buffalo. You think they're going to cover that? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think they're America's team now, dude, and I think that they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. At least the NFL wants like hell for them to win it. You know what I mean? Because it's like an instant Hallmark movie, fucking. Oh yeah, Darren Hamlin's fifty yard line at the coin toss. Uh, Vikings at Bears. Uh, Vikings are a six point favorite on the road. The Bears are just fucking terrible, dude. Uh, you you know. I, Justin Fields, great running quarterback, amazing running quarterback. But as a passer, like, come on, man. I, if I'm the Bears, man, I would think really long and hard about drafting a quarterback, maybe making him part of, like, another package or something like that and just, count, like, licking your wounds, counting your losses. Justin Fields is never going to take you anywhere. Dude. No, dude, and he might run. for What's he run for this year? He ran. Well, he's like Kyrie Murray, dude. Like, <clears> yeah, you <throat> won that game, the regular season game, because you ran that one time. Mm-hmm. You also lost three fucking games because you can't pass. Yeah, he ran, he's run for 1,100 yards this year. And he's thrown for 22, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 2,200 yards. That's just not going to do it, man. Last week, I think he threw for under 100 yards or under 150. I know that for sure. And it just looked like hell. Uh, if the Bears think that he is their franchise quarterback, man, I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong about shit before. But if they think he's the franchise quarterback, they're not going to be good for another five years at least because 
They're going to have him. They're going to give him at least two more years to let them be three and 13 or some shit, three and 14. And then they're going to realize, like, holy shit, the guy can't throw, and he's going to get injured as fuck because he runs the ball oh, 15 times a game, you know? Well, let's just say apparently Peterman's starting this game. Yeah, he's not even playing. Justin Fields is out. Um, and so Minnesota by six. I'm taking Minnesota. The Bears look yeah. listless. They don't look well, like they give a shit. Peterman is quarterback, dude. Yeah. Um, the Bengals are also getting kind of fucked in this too, man. So if they win and the Chargers uh, – if excuse me, if the Ravens win – and the Chargers win. The Bengals are going to be on the road, even though they won the the AFC man, which is or the AFC North, which is crazy. So I think that's a load of shit. That I don't no, understand the, how that. What I'm saying the Bengals are getting fucked in all of this. I don't understand like how nice that. Guys. Yeah, for being nice about it. Uh, Bengals are nine point favorites. Uh, Lamar Jackson isn't playing again, I believe. Uh, it looks like he's going to be sitting out the whole year, man. Because I think that is he holding out. I think that he's probably got an injury that is prob- that is probably like, you know, a lingering injury that he hasn't been able to get rid of and hasn't been able to get over. But any other time if he's got that if he's got that long-term contract, I think he probably suits up and play. And I don't blame him to an extent, but also dude, you got a lot of teammates that you're probably pissing off too. You know, a lot of guys that have given their busted their ass all year long and you're just going to sit on the sidelines because you didn't get what you wanted. Well, all these other guys have sacrificed a lot. This, a, lot of, a lot of these guys might be their last go-round on an NFL team. And for you to just say, oh, no, nah, I'm going to sit out until I get my contract, I think that's kind of Hollywood, man. I think that's kind of bullshit. And I think you're going to burn a lot of bridges doing that. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. He could have had Sean a torn ACL. did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He could have had a torn ACL or something like that, and we have no idea, and they're just not telling anybody because the Harbaugh's or, say, are like Harbaugh's that. Yeah, will not. He said he was lazy and – he didn't like, you know, there's like some riff, a little bit of uh, yeah. drama going on there. So I don't know who they would go with, though. The Ravens can franchise him for two more years. So it's kind of like, dude, you know. If he could say, I'm not playing, don't franchise me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably, it sounds like on. that's what he's doing now. So we'll, see, we'll know in the draft, I guess, man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so Cincinnati by nine. Who are you taking in that game? I'm taking Cincinnati, but nine points the, is a lot, man. I was but, gonna take the Ravens with nine. Yeah, take the Ravens. I'm gonna take Bengals money line. Who's the quarterback for uh, uh, Baltimore? It's yeah. Tyler Huntley, I believe. I don't even know who that is. Dude. Huntley is his name. I know that. Um, I mean, maybe they do lose by nine then. Yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna stick with uh, Bengals. Money line, Ravens spread, keep it within yeah, nine. I think they'll, they'll probably get beat by a touchdown. Game, yeah, I would. I wouldn't fuck with that either. Maybe yeah. I, I would tease that down to like a, yeah. a two point or a three point victory, two and a half. Maybe tease it down to two and a half. Four. The Bengals will lose, win by at least three. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's see what else we got here. Jets and Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins still have an outside outside chance to make the playoff. Uh, they are three point favorite at home, but. Um, Tua Tagovailoa is done for the year, essentially, man. And he's had a really good year. Considering all the time he's missed, man, he's thrown for 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and he's missed a ton of ton of games this year. So uh, uh, Dolphins are three-point favorites at home. Who do you like in that game, brother? Who's a quarterback for uh, Dolphins? Uh, I think it's a rookie, and I forget who the hell it is, man. I want to say it's a rookie. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I heard it earlier. Uh, Skylar Thompson. Oh, for the Jets. That's for the no, Jets. No, no. It says to be the guy the Jets' defense. defense will oh, face. 
Yeah, so yeah, Skylar Thompson. Shit. I don't even know where the hell he's from. Uh, yeah, these Kansas State quarter, week seventeen or week eighteen now quarterbacks are yeah. always like fucking nuts. yeah, dude. Kansas State. Yeah, I think you got Nathan Peterman starting a game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean he got a lot of weapons. They're playing the Jets. I'm taking the Jets with an upset here on the road. You know, Jets try to to uh, make something out of nothing. Yeah, they fucked up the entire season when they were on a roll at the beginning. Yeah, that's crazy, man. They started out so well and then just kind of pissed their Becomes pants. Becomes Jets. It was like the Jets. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll take the Jets. Fuck yeah, me. same. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Browns and Steelers. The Steelers. Uh, it's Mike Tomlin's got to be up there with Coach of the Year, man. Even though they're only eight and eight, I thought for sure. You know, Mike Tomlin. They're DOA, dude. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, man, as a head coach. And I thought for sure this year was going to be the year. But if they beat the Browns at home uh, on Sunday, they will be 9-8 and eight this year and avoid being having a losing season. So Mike Tomlin, dude, the hell of a coach. Yeah, dude. I think Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. No doubt. And he <clears throat> really pulled shit out of nothing, dude. That guy yeah. takes the most... Um, with as little as possible, yeah. makes makes a casserole. Yeah, so Pittsburgh's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take the Steelers there, man. I think that they're going to yeah, win that game by more too. than a field goal. Uh, Chargers at Broncos. Uh, Denver is a three-point favorite. So I'm imagining that the Chargers don't have – Well, I, what? How are the – how are the rest of their starters. <clears throat> oh, are they? <clears throat> yeah. I thought they needed to win in order to uh, – no, Prove their seating or something, but apparently not because Denver's a three-point favorite. There's no way in hell they should be a three-point favorite. Uh, yeah, so the fuck it. We're not going to talk about that game. Um, Giants at Eagles. Uh, this is crazy, man. The Eagles are a 16-point favorite. Well, the Giants are resting on their starters, too. Oh, really? Okay. The Giants are locked in in their wild card spot. I still can't believe 16. That's crazy, man. Why yeah, and the you... Eagles have to. So if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, and the Niners lose. The yeah. Cowboys get the first spot. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And the though. Niners. Well, either way, if the Eagles lose and the Niners, either the Niners win, they get the first spot. Cowboys get second spot. Yeah. So fucking Eagles go back to the fifth spot. Yeah, but that would be not crazy. Happen, dude. Yeah, yeah. The, the Cardinals aren't going to beat the. And it Niners sucks they play at the, the same time, so the Cowboys kind of have to start their starters. And yeah. Check the score. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I would say. I mean, I don't know about 16, dude. That's, you know I'm not even, let's not even mess with that game, dude. Yeah. That's retarded. Uh, Jalen Hurts probably isn't going to play. Uh, 49ers and Cardinals, 14 and a half point spread. That's way too large, man. I can't bet on that game, man. Uh, money line is not here. Well, this is shit like the worst money week line. of football. Yeah, it really ways, is, man, dude. Because there's only I mean, like four games great, that mean there's anything. There's some games that do mean shit, but most of them don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to touch that game. 14 and a half. I think that obviously the Niners are going to win, which is crazy, dude. They're going to be 13 and four, and they haven't had a quarterback all season long. That's dude, just Brock remarkable, Purdy, dude. Which, which I watched that guy in college, so I'm actually happy because I was a fan of his. Uh, he, he is. Mr. Big Shot right now. That's crazy to me. Um, Rams at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are Seattle's a six-point favorite. <clears throat> uh, the Rams, uh, the Seahawks need to lose that game in order for the Lions to make the playoffs. Uh, Seahawks are a six-point favorite at home, man. Who are you liking that game? I'm going to take uh, Seattle. I'm going to take L.A., man. I think they're going to keep it within three, or excuse me, within six. Uh, I don't know about the money line, though, man. I'm actually going to take L.A. on the money line, too, because I think that – I just feel like the Seahawks are going to piss down their legs somehow. Uh, 
you know, that game's at home. I think the NFL wants the Lions in the in the playoffs, man, and I think they're going to do whatever they can. But at the same time, the Packers need to win in order to make the playoffs. So who do you want, Aaron Rodgers or the Lions in? You know, it's kind of it's pretty difficult. Uh, but Seattle, six-point favorite, who you got in that, man? A Seattle. Yeah. Uh, you think they're going to win by more than six? Yeah, I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at Commanders, your game. Uh, Dallas is a seven-point favorite on the road. Who do you like in that game, brother? Dallas. Seven. Yeah, same. And seven is pretty large to me. I would tease that down to five or something. Just Washington to like, starting another quarterback. Yeah, who is it? Uh, man, dude, these guys. Uh, it's like I don't even remember them in college. Yeah, man. yeah, I don't either, man. I forget uh, who it was. I I read earlier this week who it was, but I can't remember who the fuck. Uh, uh, Howell. Sam Howell? From North Carolina. Sam Howell from North Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a Ron Rivera team. It's I don't a rookie, fucking. Dude, there's no way. Rookie yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're, Cowboys are gonna start like their first team at least in the first half. They're gonna, they're gonna go to win for the win in this game. And Washington's not even that good, dude. They and Dallas always beats Washington, dude. Every year, mm-hmm. like, even when Dallas sucks, they beat Washington. Yeah, Dallas uh, is seven. You like Dallas on the seven? Yeah, I think so they, they win gotta by win by eight. 10. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I would tease that down to like five, but whatever. Um, and then could possibly be the game of the week if Seattle loses. Uh, Lions at Packers. Uh, Green Bay is a five-point favorite. That is a Sunday night game. Who do you like in that one, brother? Uh, Packers. Yeah, I do too, man. It's remarkable. We, we really got to talk about Aaron Rodgers, man, and the job that he's done this year, which has been fucking remarkable, dude, for a team that – Probably had no business making the playoffs this year. Definitely, like, probably the he least talented this, offensively that they've what been. What is it, like, six straight? Yeah. That they, had, they had to rattle off. They're like, they lose yeah. one, they're out. They're done. And Aaron Rodgers is sitting in Hawaii right now drinking ayahuasca and pounding, you know, uh, yoga instructors and shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just finger-banging yoga instructor, instructors all over that island, you know what I mean? But <laughs> instead, <laughs> he's in Green Bay. Fighting for his playoff life, you know what I mean? He could be, like, under a waterfall right now, like, <laughs> tongue-kissing a fucking some girl named Patty. You know what I mean? My name is Sage. Like, really? Because oh, yeah, your birth certificate out, like, says Stacy. Like, a, that hot hippie chick. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's they're like, like, we only bathed yeah. in the waterfall. Yeah, dude. He, he, could be, he could be in Hawaii right now making out with some girl with armpit hair, but instead he's fucking <laughs> in Green Bay, Wisconsin, getting ready for a game in the frozen tundra. You know what I mean? He could be doing... Uh, he could be doing like uh, goat yoga, naked goat yoga under like a on like a old volcano in, in Hawaii, but instead he he's having <laughs> mud baths with like the hottest Hawaiian native chick. Yeah, world. dude, he could be doing breath work with some guy named with uh, some girl named Danny. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but instead, Aaron Rodgers is uh, in, in Green Bay. Yeah, he's in the frozen tundra, man. Yeah, dude, he could be uh, getting his chakras aligned with like a fucking like a baby pig on his back or some shit you know what i mean eating like kale or something <laughs> but instead he's in green bay wisconsin getting ready for the lions game man so uh yeah man so that's um we're about to be getting into playoff football which is nice we got the national championship game this weekend um dude uh what's awesome too man is that you don't even it's hard to fathom this but spring training starts in like three weeks Wow, really? Isn't that awesome, dude? Yeah. And I made me, I, th- I was thinking about this the other day. I think one of the reasons why I like baseball and I'll never give up on baseball and I'll always be a baseball fan 
is one, just the nostalgia. And two, it's it, it's one of my favorite sports. Every sport is my favorite sport for a different reason. Of course, college football is number one and will always be, will be and everything. But I like every other sport individually for its own reasons. And that's one of the reasons why I like baseball is because it's like, is the summer sport. It's like, you know, it's such a chill sport. You could just turn it on and just chill well, for they call it nation's hours. Pastime. Yeah, you just—it's a pastime. It's something to pass. Yeah, time. it's not like football where it's all intense. Like, dude, watching that Michigan it's also TCU in the game, too. dude, I had a headache after that because I all just all the cortisol rushing through my body the entire four hours. I mean, it was four hours of just like on the edge of my seat, just like my entire mood hinges on this next play. You know. And it's nice to watch baseball, and you're just kind of just like, eh, whatever. If they lose, guess what? They got 160 more games. It is you know? true. It's not as, you know, each game is nice, but it's not like, like it is like you root, and then like that song where it says, like, we don't win, it's a shame. Yeah. It's yeah. about, it's like, well, it's a shame. Tomorrow we'll play again. Yeah. Yeah. Or you might play two tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, that is like, it is an interesting sport. They're going to be like, hey, we're playing two games today. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And if you win two games, it's huge because you win two games in one day. But uh, also, I think you enjoy the wins a lot in baseball, but you don't you don't sweat the losses as much in you baseball. You also know, like you're playing the series, like, each series, is yeah, its own thing, yeah. right? You're trying to win the series, yeah. And you say, oh, we're playing these guys 16 more times this year. You yeah, know, exactly. one thing that uh, MLB is doing next year. Did you see how they're they're switching and every team is going to play each other next year? No. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. So every single team in major league is going to play each other next year at least three times, I believe. Wow. And um, they're going to have less division games, a little bit less division games, uh, but more uh, they're going to have pay everybody. Yeah. So, so it doesn't that, matter what league you like. So that I think that's like, awesome. Yeah. Especially for like transplants to other cities and stuff yeah. like that. You're like, Oh, so like say you're, you know, in Ohio, you're, you're an Indians fan and you're living out in LA, you know, for sure they're going to play the Dodgers this year. They're going to play the Padres. That's true. You know, they're going to play the Angels, so you're for sure going to – I mean, they play those teams. They play the Angels anyways every year. But, but they don't play, like, the Dodgers yeah, often. Yeah, Dodgers and the Padres, the Padres and yeah. stuff, so you're definitely going to see that. They're going to play San Francisco, you know what I mean? Yeah, that so, is cool. Cause, yeah, because there's other – you know, and you know back then they didn't even do that at all. Yeah. They didn't yeah. even play until, like, the World Series. Yeah, and when we were kids. When we were kids, there was no yeah, interleague games. It started in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were kids. I mid-90s. I, I remember it was crazy as hell, but I remember liking it because the Indians played the Reds a lot, and I always wanted to see those two it teams play. It was crazy that there's, like, half the league you can't play. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. In a 30-team like, that's league. way too, too yeah. archaic. In a 30-team league. Yeah, so I like that new rule that everybody's playing each each other. And then you also have some head-to-head matchups to look at if they ever meet each other did in the they, World did Series. Did they move the DH to every league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in both leagues now. So, yeah. so Was that last year? Yeah, it was last year, man. Last so they're year, making right? some good changes, man. And I think they're going to have a pitch clock this year too, right? They're going to have a pitch clock. And there's no, um, no um, shifts either this year. Which I, I like, I don't dude. like the no shit. I do, man, because I thought that was that was just getting annoying when they're well, putting like four funny, guys on one side. Like, I know. I totally get it. I totally agree you too. Do it too, right? And I agree, dude. And I kind of agree that you should be able to learn. You're a fucking professional baseball player. You be able to, learn how to slap yeah. the ball to third base or something. You know yeah. what I mean? I totally get that. But at the same time, it doesn't look like the players are changing because they're still doing shifts and shit. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I just want to see. It's just like that more offense shit that I just think it's a little overblown. Yeah, All sports, dude. All I like sports. a good pitching duel, man. I like a good, you know, yeah. like a good one nothing shutout or something like that. It's like that. That I mean, I like defense no matter what in all sports, you know. But especially baseball, it's just so. Uh, 
look the web gyms and shit like the classic yeah, yeah. you know the the way that those dudes can just make shit look so easy dude it's just so satisfying to see like uh like uh you know just uh Shane Bieber I almost said Justin Bieber Shane Bieber go out there and just like throw eight innings of gas you know what I mean and he's just untouchable like that like when he's on the roll yeah. everyone's on the like they're like oh and then he throws that nasty yeah. third strike yeah. like in the inning yeah. and everyone's like whoa and he yeah. walks off and like, it just whoa. It's like it doesn't matter. Fucker, dude. Like they always have that fucking like killer look. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter what the other team does because we're gonna shut you down and you're not gonna score a run this game. Um, So yeah, spring spring training starts next week, man. Which I'm really juiced up about. Can't wait. But uh, this is a good episode, man. Thought it was a strong episode coming back after missing a couple weeks, man. But uh, me and Corey got so much shit uh, coming down the pike here that we're actually gonna be talking about here in the next few hours while we have some pops. Get some, some fucking some some buds, some buds, some suds, some man. suds, man. But uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. We appreciate you uh, listening. Please tell your friends about the show. But we'll be back with a brand new episode next week, man, and all kinds of new shit coming down the line here soon as well, which will keep you abreast of. Uh, Corey, good episode, brother. Yeah, you all too, right. bro. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Have a good week. Peace. <laughs>